Welcome everybody to the DQ&Q Last Now podcast with me, Marcus, and it's the Thursday Roads edition. And today we're going to talk about a man getting robbed at gunpoint. So, like, you know, big up everybody again, everybody involved. Like, it's not about making new enemies, it's not about this, it's just about highlighting things, raising awareness in terms of what happens on these roads if no one's aware? Because I know people, a lot of people are getting into the road lifestyle late, which is mental. What are you doing? What are you doing, you? What are you doing? <laughs> anyway. So, um, this individual was becoming very scatty. Very scatty. They had like a very structured, very good business plan, business model at first. But they're bringing in the wrong people to work with, these people are liabilities and affecting this person's bottom line. They, they, they're not approachable, they're not on time, they're losing uh, sales, they're losing the phones, they're losing uh, like respect that have been built up. Not respect, but like... <coughs> they're losing like the brand that's been built up by the original guy. Of it being like a, a speedy, of like all kinds of madness. There's just sounds like just bragging about it, but you know they're doing the opposite. You know what I mean? So the business took a massive knock. It's took a knock on the guy because he can't live the same lifestyle that he's living, and this is all obviously affecting his mentals. But this guy does not know one bit. This individual is volatile. This individual can't be spoken to. He's just moving weird, basically. And he basically spends all day out, um, goes home, sleeps, and he's just back on the roads again. Obviously, people know this. The robber that we spoke about last week and the week before knows this. Everybody knows this. Like how this guy operates, how this guy is just doing a lot, like in terms of trapping, like big established lines that have been around for years are losing out to this new young, like younger up and comer. So eyes are on him, but he's a cool guy and he's respected on the streets because he's just a cool guy, funny guy, gets girl, like a party around and that, couple girl, couple drink, like a barbecue, like things are popping when he's around it's a different vibe this guy has been kicked out of his yard he's just moving scatty at home parents don't want him home he can't really cope outside of that because his structure's structured he can't he doesn't know how to change things to make it work for him so this guy's got something like that part of the city, he's living that part of the city, he's just everything's all over, he's all over, his head's all over, he can't think straight. He's not even thinking of how he got there, he's blaming everyone else why he's in this position. Not that he's in this position because of how he is. Like, and like I say, that person's not, he's not adapting. But his business is still in the ends, you know, he needs to be in the ends to make the thingy. So anyway, like he's like I say, so he's staying at this yard for like such a like time, and then he's shot, and he'll go to that yard and sleep there, and he'll come back, and he wants to come back now. 
and he doesn't know where to send his customers. So he's decided to send them on this certain street where he used to chill on, the, the yard they used to sleep at before he went to the last yard. Not, he didn't sleep there, the, way, the one he stayed at before he went to the yard he slept at. And you know, it's the usual seven and seven, four and three, two and two. There's a couple of people waiting for him. The man's gone down, he's hitting his sails, and boom, gets a tap on the back of his head, light tap. He's not even thinking much about it because he's got a bridging from like Peckham sides that like to show these northerners that they're slipping because obviously he's from a place where it's pressure, super pressure. It's pressure right, right around where these guys are living now, but Peckham's even more pressure bringing, so he's, he's trying to teach man things. The man turned around thinking it's going to be his Peckham bridge. No, he's got a gun in his face. Got a mask on. He's re- it's the days when man used to have their phones round their neck. So the man had his line round his neck. He's got his chops on, big old chops. And uh, obviously he's got like a cash full of money, uh, pocket full of money now, because he hit some sales. And he just hit these ones down here. And uh, yeah. So the word is, he's grabbed him. He's got his back to the wall. The shot of the trapper. He's grabbed the gunman because he's close, because he's leaning in, trying to grab his phone from around his neck. The man's grabbed him, grabbed the gunman, spun round on his heels and threw him into the wall that was right behind him, but kept on spinning round. Through the corner of his eye, he's seen, he's seen, as he spun all the way around, like full 360 round, to try and run off. There's a guy right there, big shiny thing in his face, whoom, swung at his face. He stopped himself, leant back, and he said he just felt a light touch across his throat. He's thinking now, his throat's been slashed open. But on the momentum of that stop, he's able to pivot round, grab that same knife man, spin round, throw him into the wall. So I spun round the 360 again. He's saying, as I spun round, I've seen the first gunman still in the wall, like, sort of slammed him in there, like, <laughs> hard. So you don't bear in my mind, man. Physical still, Jim's is is active. My man's spun around three sixty again, and he said, "I seen a third man with a big Rambo knife coming down the like the uh, the grass banking." And he's saying, "Yo, now nah, I'm running, bro, running. I'm slapping one Jimmy into the wall, and next one, bear man, he's saying he's low down, trying to zig and zag, but he's running through like the car's parked right next to a wall, so it's just like a thin." A slim thing and he's slamming one Jimmy into the wall, one over the bonnet, and next one into the wall, next one's over boot, like, and he's just throwing, like, trying to throw him behind him. Cut, I obviously cut a big circle in the road because obviously he didn't stop to, like, stay on the pavement. He said I could have been knocked down, I've run to the main road, blasted across there, didn't even stop to look. I mean, cars are beeping, ring. <laughs> My man's going reckless, you know. My man said I'd rather hold a knockdown, yeah? And probably be surrounded by people, then hold a gunshot. You know, the ones. So I'm just run, run, all the way up the hill, all the way home. You know what I mean? Bring my bridge in. No whaps are about. Like, everything's, it's, it's all mental. It's like it was just, yeah, so kitchen knives it was. Went back down to the, that same road. No one's there. Like, very, oh, that's a bit, <laughs> that's a bit, uh, but yeah, 
when you when you're moving when you're mad you're mad in it so man's taking knives and gunfights and that but yeah so the guy's throat wasn't bust open because actually the Peckham guy came with the information because uh, he's chilling in both camps these kind of things so obviously kind of like fell out with you know certain people a little bit you know it's probably like 55 45 like so 55 with the original people and 45 with the others um with the families and that's where the information came from like saying oh i've just lent out two baby lines two cream bobby nines to like such and such what's what i don't know what they want them for and then that's when information got round that oh it was the robber from the previous two stories has tried to line up this individual grab two men that are just on anything they're just like him they're just on any rob do you know what I mean like can't rub two anything together and they just wanted to eat trying to eat my man and yeah so it was two chrome nines and uh, and a Rambo knife and yeah so the guy tried to gunbutt him not slash him because it was a gun that he had Um. but yeah Obviously, they must have got in with the customer. One of the customers told the customer to like make the phone call, bring him down, because um, it was the customer that suggested this place. So I told you the individual didn't even know where to send these people. But, you know, you just took that and thought, yeah, cool, that'll do. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, like, and these are your friends alleged friends, people that have been up in people's mother's yard and sat down and eat and then they've slept there and rut, rut, rut. these are your friends, bruv, that are setting you up. Oh, the other word as well, because uh, obviously the same customers must have rung, rung them back to like more more stuff or whatever and, and said, oh, like, you okay, you okay? But it turns out like she was part of it or whatever. And he's like saying, yeah, obviously he's giving it bigger or whatever he's doing. And then she's trying to say, no, they chased after you. Like, she said, no. Like, it, it was fake or something. Like, the thing was fake because he's, he's pulling the trigger and it's not, it's just clicking. So, make of that, he made of that, like, you know, whatever you can make of that. Like, whether it was jammed or whatever. But with the other information from the other, from the people that gave the things, the things were proper. So, yeah. And like I said, these are friends, these are people that people went to school with. Like we all went to school with each other, like all the stories that I'm gonna tell mainly are like people that have been in school, slept at each other's yards, eating with each other. Do you know what I mean? Like not all the stories actually. They're all gonna mix them blend with like prison stories still that I've heard other people tell. Uh well that are told me from our area. So it's all mix and blend. Um but yeah. Don't get into this lifestyle. Be careful. Be careful. And the other thing about robbers as well, like you will think they're, they're your best friends because they are just so good at being able to get in with you, get super close and deep with you. And then when the tables do turn, they can just take everything because they know where everything is because you've told them everything because you felt so comfortable. Like a lot of people get robbed by these type of people who didn't expect it. Unless it's like a blatant robbery, like the thing that happened with the other guy. But a lot of the times, these robbers are getting in with people, all kinds of people networking hard, but that's in the early stages. That's in the early stages. Because as, um, it's like an inverted triangle, like they've got like, the, it's like a broad base at the bottom, a, a lot of people to choose from, but as they're rubbing more and more, it's getting more and closer to the tip, 
to the point of the so they're running out of options. Um, so they're closing themselves down. But as I say, big up everybody involved. Like this is to highlight things. This is edutainment education. So yeah, that's another one. I'll see you next week, Marcus. Deep and Q Lifestyle Podcast. Me gone.